This episode is brought to you by Zencaster. Zencaster is the number one tool for all podcasters. You can record high fidelity audio between remote locations and get studio quality sound. Go to Zencaster.com and use coupon code that entertains for 20% off for three months or 20% off an annual plan. Everything is awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelin Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is a show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. And here we are. We are continuing our podcast festival celebration for Philadelphia. The 2018 Philadelphia Podcast Fest is coming at you June 22nd. Things kick off, and uh, everything wraps up on July 1st. Uh, What a crazy week I've had, guys. Uh, I've had... In a matter of like three or four days, about six or seven interviews for the podcast festival to help promote and uh, get word out about that. Uh, and I also started uh, Weight Watchers uh, about a week, week and a half ago. And uh, that has been interesting, real, real interesting. Uh, so uh, I'll probably have more updates about my Weight Watchers journey once we get through the podcast fest season here. But uh, you know, let's uh, let's let's get into some housekeeping real quick. Uh, let's you know, I say it every week. Um, you know, you guys listen to the show. That's great support. I appreciate it. I thank you for listening to the show. Without your guys' support, there is no show. Without you listening, there is no show. If you uh, find it in your heart to want to support us in other ways, a couple of different options for you. You can go to patreon.com slash that entertains uh, and you subscribe there. And that subscription for as little as a dollar a month gets you early access to anything that that entertainment puts out from everything is awesome to our podcast on the podcast network to comic book reviews and stuff like that. Uh, and more and more as we decide to add more and more content like videos. That's something that I've been badly wanting to get on there, like original video content, sketches and skits and all that good stuff. Uh, and the money that we, you know, raise through those subscriptions are used to help better Everything is Awesome and all the other shows on the That's Entertainment Podcast Network. So if you guys are a big fan of The Ladies Who Rants or Bullies Keep Out and stuff like that, the, the money we pull together covers hosting fees for all those shows and has, sets up a, an emergency fund for when equipment breaks for those shows as well. So the money is used uh, not just for this show or not just That's Entertainment. It's used for anyone that's part of this this company um, if they help give us content, we're going to help support them any way we can with Patreon. Uh, of course, the Philadelphia Podcast Fest uh, is coming up. Uh, you can support us by coming to that live show on July 1st at 1 p.m. We're kicking off the last day of the festival at Tattooed Moms on South Street, July 1st at 1 p.m. You can also leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. Word of mouth recommendations are also great. Let's, uh, let's get to our guest this week, uh, Mr. David Steele from the Steel Empire. Uh, I have not had him on the show officially for about two years, but I get to sit down and chat with him once or twice a year 
um, when we do things like the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, when we do things like the anniversary uh, Let's F Cancer Podiversary special that we do in January um, and any kind of other like podcasting events that happen throughout the city. And he's one of my favorite people that I get to sit around and chat with in the Philly area. He's a podcaster. Uh, a Quest for Magic and Steel will be at Tattooed Moms on June 23rd at 1 p.m. They're kicking off Tattooed Moms the day two of the festival at 1 p.m. June 23rd, and uh, on top of A Magic and Steel, that podcast, he also is the producer, editor, director, all that fun stuff for an audio drama called Arc City, which we talk about in this episode. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Here is my conversation with one Mr. David Steele on awesomepodcast.com. But, uh, how's how's uh, life going on your end? Uh, well, yeah, good. I mean, generally speaking, uh, I did have back surgery 10 days ago. Oh, well, I guess a little more. Last Thursday, um, so I'm not walking great yet. Yeah, but uh, getting. Well, uh, why, uh, may I ask why the back surgery? Yeah, well, I've been actually out of work for over a year with my main job. Oh, yeah. So, oh. Uh, workman's comp deal. Um, so I've been doing physical therapy. I've got I got a little minor um, surgery before they carve the bone. So this is the next step. I've been getting injections to help me, like get by just pain injections and yeah. uh, they've worked they've, they've been great but they don't fix the problem so yeah, yeah. now they went in and carved more bone out of the back of the spine because uh, i don't i don't want to get a um a fusion yet i mean i'm not old enough yeah. for that um, it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't want to cripple myself so anyway uh they carved some bone and then they put in these metal spacers in between the vertebrae mm. to open it up to decompress the area so you know i'm hoping um it's just I'm having pain from the surgery though, because when they go in there, and oh, okay. fuck around with the nerves, you know they get all inflamed. Yeah. So, okay, that's right. it. But yeah, so I'm every day I'm getting a little better, a little stronger. Wow, that's uh, that's fa- I mean that that makes the me complaining about being sick for the last month uh, mean nothing. Well, no, 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 a month of sickness is pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, I mean it's partially like uh, it's part. Um, uh, allergies. Mm-hmm. I like I, it, it started, I cut the grass when yeah. I was a little sick, uh-huh. just a little bit sick. And all the pollen must've flowed, like just uh. flown into my, my nasal passage or something. Yeah, and I, <laughs> yeah. And I, I felt it again tonight. Like my eyes, like were getting real itchy. Uh, uh I was hoping for like a little bit more rain to kind of just wash it away yeah. again. Like, like it did earlier this week. Um, but, uh, before we get too far into this, yeah. cause I, I do the show a little differently now, cool. um, that, that the stuff with your, your back, do you want me to not include that in this? No, I don't care. No, I, okay. I don't care. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. I just don't, I just, uh, I do post intros and outros now, so sure. I don't, uh, I don't kick it off with the guest. Uh, that's, that was my year, my, my going into year three change of the show. Nice. Yeah. Well, you've been doing it forever, uh, man. So yeah, you gotta change it up once in a while. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. The generally, yeah. And and but yeah, the, this uh everything is awesome is uh I guess what, two and a half years old now. Yeah. Um and, and you this is your third festival too, right? Yes. Yes it is. Yeah, so me, you, uh Brian Durkin, Jeff Stormer, and like you know, we we all came up in this like the same class of yeah. the, the podcast festival. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and all four of us, uh, are still doing it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I it's, 
I should have took a taken a closer look at the uh, schedule to see if I could like pinpoint. Obviously, I don't know if there's any originals from like year one. There's got to be. There's got to yeah, be. Yeah, well, but... I know the Black Tribbles are still doing it, so they're 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 definitely. Oh, uh, they... I don't know if they've done year one, but I, yeah. I imagine they probably did. I know they're as long as us, though. At least the three years. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, Overdue um, has done it yeah. longer than us. I think they were at least the year before us. Right. Um, and, uh, that's, they're like, they're the superhero speak maybe yep. also did it before you know, us or at least when we started this year. And I don't know if he's, there Oh really? Year. Yeah. Cause I, oh, I like you know that. What? I remember and I, I didn't see him last year. You're right. I don't think they're on the schedule this year. Yeah, Dave, and, and, and his last name Markowski or something. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I've been, I've been trying to no you know i think they are on the schedule this year because i think i emailed them okay uh and i've been trying to like they there's some there's some guys that i've been trying to, to book on the show and awesome. i don't know if it's bad contact info or like i know they're like they're huge they're they're i'm sure super busy they're good dudes. Uh, with whatever yeah. yeah um but uh so and you guys are doing it you're kicking off tattooed moms yes, right we are that's crazy yeah, it's it's because you the last two years, as far as the the Philly festival is concerned, yeah. you've done amalgam. <clears throat> yeah, we have. That's correct. So what's uh? Because I know you guys did you did tattooed mom the my my yeah. first anniversary show. Yep. Uh, so what's the? Like, is there a different attack plan going to like tattooed mom versus amalgam? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um. Uh, and the reason we're doing it, um, Nathan asked me about it, you know, if I minded, uh, you know, I prefer, I told, I prefer amalgam. That's definitely more our, mm-hmm. our group, but he had a lot of people that were kind of more amalgam type, the comic book stuff. So I had yeah. to kind of step back and he needs me to do sound at tattooed bridge set was un- unavailable. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, it just kind of works out that it would be easier for me to be there and do our show there. Um, yeah. so it's definitely different, uh, because there's really no seating. Uh, it's kind of yeah. it's more of a chill hangout thing. So for us mm-hmm. to do that and have all any audience participation, there's really not that. I mean, we'll yeah. we'll try to have some people come, but it's not the same thing. Then um, to get them to come to the comic store is a little easier. They could hang out, mm-hmm. some coffee, and you know, read some comics or, or buy something. But at the Tattooed Moms is known as just a you know a bar basically and hang out yeah. and drink. So yeah. it's definitely different from our crowd. You know, the family friendly <laughs> thing. But we're basically we look at it as just we're doing it for the recording. So it's like a yeah. thing. hey, we're live at blah blah blah. You know, we kind of mm-hmm. amp up the feel and and do a one shot, bam bam bam. So you know, we just do our thing and not really worry about the crowd so much. Yeah, we did the same thing recently at uh, South Street Cinema. Uh, we we screened uh, Army of Darkness, and we did a, a pre-show where there was a couple people there for that, but that was my first time. Oh, the, my pre-show was uh, was the Zomcast, and and I I've turned that show from like a, a horror slash The Walking Dead TV uh, TV show podcast yeah. uh, to to an actual play uh, horror themed podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and that was like my first entry into, all right, let's do an actual play. Wow. Let's do uh, a, a two player actual play and I'll be the GM. And, and we actually, we played, uh, have you heard of, uh, the game, uh, the bite? No. Um, so it's like a, Tell it's me, a card vampires? game. It's, what's that? Is it vampires involved? N- no, <laughs> it's a, it's a zombie. It's a zombie based game. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, the the short of it is it's a it's a two player game and it doesn't use dice it doesn't use uh, any kind of traditional character sheets or anything uh, it's just uh, like this it's it's a, 
a card game that helps guide a conversation uh, and you, you're put into this scenario of whatever you want, but it's um, zombie, you know, apocalypse. Yeah. And, and you, you found yourself in this setting and, and how did you get there and whatnot? And uh, it's, it's technically GMless, uh, and it, it's the, I'm probably not going to air it only because it did not turn out how I wanted it to turn out. Uh, my, my buddy Mike and I played and I, I don't know, like we decided to just play as like variations of ourselves versus like actual characters. And I think that like, unless you're like a skilled, uh, improver or a skilled like storyteller in that medium, uh, like, you know, like you guys and, and party of one and stuff like that. It's, I think it's a hard thing to accomplish something like that. Right. Um, I had fun playing it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the, someone gets, um, you deal, there's like 12 cards, uh, you end up with four each and there, one of you could have this card called the bite card. And there's also, there's, um, on the table, there's an X card where if something comes up in conversation that you or the other player, uh, doesn't want to be included in the game uh like like let's say you know as an as a, an example uh rape or something right. um you know th- if that's a sensitive subject at, that you didn't talk about beforehand to not ha- include in the game someone like let's say that was my thing and you brought it up for whatever reason i would just tap the x card or if we're doing a podcast i'd say let's x that and and then we just kind of pretend it never happened yeah. and, and move along and figure something else out and then next to that is something called the gun card and um the four cards you're holding in your hand are conversation cards and you may have the bite card and you basically you use the conversation cards to help guide the 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 role play and and kind of tell the story that that you're, you're telling in this, this uh, zombie apocalypse. And if you have the bite card, you reveal it last. If it gets to that point, at any point, any player can grab the gun card. When you grab the gun card, you have to make uh, one of three decisions. Uh, shoot yourself, shoot the other player, or destroy the gun. Mm. Uh, and, and you never uh, reveal who has the bite card um, if, if someone has it. And if you destroy the gun, then you get, then that's end game. And, and you explain why you made that decision. Why not? It's actually, it's, it's a lot different than, um, than like your, your standard D and D and dungeon world and, and all that stuff. Yeah. That sounds but a it's, lot it's, of fun. I, and I, I'll tell you what, if you, um, if you, you have time, uh, search Jeff's podcast. Yeah. Uh, he did, he, he did the episode of it and it's really good. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so I'm, so I'm trying to, I'm, I'm slowly going to, once I kind of catch up on some other, like, uh, like that entertainment related things, yeah. I'm going to, uh, slowly get into more doing actual play. That's the, that's the next podcast I want to do is an actual play podcast. Cool. So inspired by the likes of you yeah, and, well, and a, uh, a pro Jeff. And, yeah. yeah. Oh God. Well, and like you guys ha- have been, you know, doing it for over in, three years we're at this in point year or three. close we're to year three. Now. Yeah. You're in year three. Yeah. yeah, and uh, but you moved. You've recently moved to biweekly, right? That's correct. Yeah, regrettably, just trying to do other things. I I couldn't keep up with the weekly editing. Yeah, but that's good that you recognize that. Like that's oh yeah. Um, that's a strength I don't have is is like recognizing when I have too much on my plate. Yeah, and and I just try to find a way to to make up for it, or I just like I burn myself out in a, in, in light or two to to catch up or whatever. Uh, but yeah, cause you started doing, uh, a project that I wish I, this is one of the things that I, I put on my plate and I just didn't have time for, mm. uh, uh, Arc City. Yep. 
uh, a action, a, a, a drama, a yeah. dramedy, a audio drama, uh, yeah, auto drama. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. So, how did that project? Because that you 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 collaborated with um, one of the boys from uh, After Six, yeah, right? yeah, Adam Christopher. Yep, <clears throat> yeah, it's a cool story actually because. Uh, I've before we even started podcasting, I always thought about doing stuff, you know, doing theater. I wanted to make my own film, but I just never had the skills and never just never went out and did it. Just those things you, know, you kind of think about. Like, oh, I'd be cool if we did that. And I always had stories in my mind of what I wanted to do. Um, and then we started doing the podcasting the first year of starting uh, a quest for magic and steel. I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I'd like to do a podcast. I started listening to all kinds of podcasts, different genres, trying to think of stuff that we could do. Uh, as Steel Empire, what else we wanted to work on. And um, I said, you know what? I'd like to do a audio drama with, I could do, because I'll have the time for it, where if I just do myself. So I imagine, okay, it'd be like a post-apocalyptic thing. You know, everybody's doing that, but I want to do a different spin on it. So I don't know where it'll go and what the ultimate thing is going to be. It's not going to be like a zombie thing, but mm-hmm. this guy wakes up maybe after a nuclear blast or whatever, and he finds a recorder. And basically, mm-hmm. you know, like it could be a Zoom, you know, recorder or something. And basically he starts messing with it and he doesn't know how it works. And he ends up recording himself and then he starts figuring it out. Oh, OK, this thing must be I don't know if I'm broadcasting or if this thing is just recording myself. But then he goes on everyday life that dealing with what he's doing, just looking around for, for other people. He's by himself for a while. So I imagine the first season of him just uh, like basically he wakes up and he's above. Um, oh, what's that place with all the aliens? Area 64? No, I'm not saying it. 51. Area 51, like out in Nevada, he kind of wakes up and there's, and he realizes later on, like at the end of the season one, he would, he'd find like a, a trap door opening or something and, and there's a big bunker underground. So somehow he doesn't remember, like he's, he lost his memory and he's just walking around trying to figure it out and he'd find civilization. So anyway, that was all I had. And then I talked to my daughters about it. My one daughter, uh, Amara, the DM, and then the one that played Rashandala, Shana. She's uh, she did some art drama stuff in, in high school and wrote some plays. And I'm like, hey, I have this idea. What do you think? And we started brainstorming. And then she talked about all this other stuff. She talked about having the, the, the recorder thing be on his arm, like an armband. And I'm thinking, oh, that's like Cowboys and Aliens, you know, like a thing. And like, yeah, yeah, it could yeah. even be a weapon or something. And so we started ramp- riffing about this. Like, oh, okay. So anyway, we're, we're just brainstorming and we wrote down a bunch of notes. But again, I'm still not taking that step because I'm not a screenplay writer. I wanted her to help mm-hmm. me. She's busy with school. So I'm just on Facebook one day and Adam's a good friend. We've, we've kept in touch with, he's promoted our podcast and we've done interviews and you know, you've had him on your show too. He's, yeah. he's really good people. So, uh, I'm talking to him. I mean, I'm looking on Facebook and I notice his Facebook profile. He says, you know, author. I'm like, Oh my God, like, what's his deal? Like, is, does he write? I'm, so anyway, I hit him up. I go, listen, dude, I don't know how busy you are. I know, I know you have the podcast. That's all I know. Really, I don't know what else you do with your life. And I said, you know, I noticed you have author in there. Are are you like? I have this idea. Blah blah blah. And I kind of just pitched it to him. He jumped on board like a like a little kid Christmas morning. Man, he's like, hell yeah, Steel Empire. I love what you do, production. It'll be awesome. I can definitely get on that. So we had a brainstorming session with me and the girls and him uh, on the phone. We just kind of had a uh, chat. And then it just exploded, man. And yeah. Adam is just insane. His ideas and and then just all this stuff started pouring out of him. And basically, he took the reins on on the storyline, and it became this whole different thing. I'm like, oh wow! So then it became it morphed into what it is now, Arc City. And um, so the basic premise of it is uh, people that listen to season one. This guy um, starts out 
uh, it's kind of like end time stuff going on in, in the world. Um, and I don't want to give away exactly what it is because you have to follow the show to, to figure that out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but basically season one is uh, the wife, they're, they're in this Ark City, which is basically kind of like a, a, um, a town that like the big countries have their own arcs. So this okay. is Ark City in America. So they end up having this place where they bring in the best of the best, kind of like, you know, like Noah's Ark. There's been movies that have been done like that where they bring in the scientists and, you know, like the, the artists and stuff trying to keep civilization alive. Um, so that's basically like their last stand thing. And then there's a science program going on, which is where h- him and his wife are there for that. And he has a daughter as well. You find out later. But uh, the wife is the lead on this uh, this project. She's actually scheduled to go in and take on and get this surgery to take on this enhancement uh, in, in, the, in the science field to, to help whatever they're doing, which I can't give it away ends up being, she can't do it the last minute. And you don't realize that listening to it, but it comes out at the end. So the husband ends up doing it. He undergoes it and he actually loses some of his memory. Um, So he doesn't even remember his real name. It's Nathan Alexander. You find out in the beginning, but as the show goes on, he's lawful good. He finds out it's written down because they've played D and D a lot as a family. And his wife always teases him that he's lawful good. So that's what she calls him. So he sees that written down somewhere and, and then he's like, oh, I guess that's my name, you know, so he so he's lawful good for the rest of the show and it ends up being pretty cool, man. It's just it's fun for me. The doing the audio work, uh, editing and mixing with these different levels of tracks and bringing in the soundscape and and the different sound effects and trying to make when you listen to it, you're just listening to this guy going on whatever he's doing. And if you especially if you have headphones on and you can you can feel like you're there with him. That's so mm-hmm. exciting for me. And and listening to some audio dramas, I, I, I get, there's a couple good ones, but then there's some that just were missing the mark for me. They're more like just yeah. like audio books that, you know, have some sound effects. So I wanted it to be more like engrossing and, and like you're, mm-hmm. you're there in the moment. So I, I've been rambling. I apologize, but no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, man. Uh, it's yeah. I, I have one of the things that I said early on in, um, the like in my podcasting career or even maybe before that yeah. was like man i would love to do like a radio drama like that's always been yeah. in the back of my mind like a passion project and uh that's why when you like you you i don't know if you messaged like a whole bunch of people to see if they were yes. interested in it i did yeah yeah that was a cool and, thing too because yeah because right before i had the scripts i had the the first 10 episodes for season one and then I wanted to do five of them right away, have them done before I even put the show out live and then throw out five episodes right away. Bam. That's was going to be my mm-hmm. opening house. And so I put out a thing on Facebook to just all my friends that I've been Facebook friends with that were in the podcasting world or, or whatever that I knew were in uh, entertainment or something like that. So, And I got a ton of feedback and I was really pleasantly surprised uh, of people that wanted to maybe uh, take time to be involved. Yeah. And it was like, it, it, it actually, it, it was, I don't know. I, I had, I think I was like in the middle of like a mental breakdown slash, uh, you know, just yeah. had too many projects of yeah, my own, but definitely going on, dude. And I, de- like, I seem to remember if I, I'm, if I'm connecting the dots correctly, like it right after, like I joined the group and, and whatnot. And, and, and like we, you were talking about it with everybody and it was right in like the pre-production or practically production of season one. Yeah. Like I, uh, one of the sites that I was writing for, like me and a guy got into a huge like disagreement and then like he went, 
psycho. Uh, and, and like, it, it did not do well for my psyche. So like I had a mental breakdown, like that lasted for months. Mm. Uh, and, and really kind of, I would say like maybe recently was like where I could finally like look at all my passion projects again and be like, all right, it's time to get back into like yeah. doing some stuff. Um, but it's, yeah, like the the audio drama, I love. Like I was, that's like as soon as you sent it, like I hopped on it, and I actually, um, I, I did take an opportunity because I'm not, I'm not a voice actor a, at all, but, um, I, I enjoy it. I wanted to try it out, and that's why I, I hopped on the the opportunity to try it with Arc City. But yeah. some, um, there's a another uh, podcast that uh, I'm terrible for not remembering the name of, uh, but they uh, they kept on tagging my uh, everything is awesome Twitter account. Uh, saying thanks for being a guest on our show and, and providing a voice and being part of this, blah, blah, blah. And, and it was like right around New Year's. It was like, hey, guys, uh, maybe I drank too much on New Year's Eve, but uh, I don't remember doing this. Like, yeah. you're welcome, but I don't think I did. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you were great. I was like, okay. Ah. And, and I just, I left it at that. Free advertisement. Then, like, All right. Yeah. And then three months later, they, they tagged me again for saying thanks for doing the show. And like, so I start doing some investigation. I was like, hey, guys, you're talking about the dude that's the host of the other Everything is Awesome podcast. Uh, and there's another like, oh, one. My. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and this is it's funny because I, I think that when when we talked, I hadn't known about it yeah. uh, when we first did like. Our, our interview a year or plus ago, yeah. two years ago, I think. Um, and it was the last time you were on the show. And so I had no idea at that point that there was another Everything is Awesome podcast. Uh, they started, uh, I started recording episodes as Everything is Awesome before, like two to three months before they started posting. Yeah. But I didn't start posting until about a month or two after them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't know. I I checked when when I went into pre-production, I checked. I was like, oh, great. This podcast doesn't exist. Now, thankfully, um, that the, the, they, they're super cool, that podcast. Uh, we're planning a crossover episode. Uh, finally, after, like, I think we each have like 120 some episodes under our belts. Wow. Uh, and we're going to finally like do a crossover, but like they call theirs and they've called it from the beginning. Everything is awesome with um, Casey and Jeff, I believe is the okay. official title of the podcast. <laughs> I'm just, I'm simply everything is awesome. So it's, it, it's funny if you Google it, usually it's the, the Lego movie that pops up, but if you include the word podcast, like we both fight for the number one result yeah. of, of Google. Uh, it's, and it's neat and it's cool. And like, I, in hindsight, like I kind of wish, like I had checked before I started posting yeah. uh, to see if that they existed. But what are you going to do? I'm sure there's plenty of other podcasts that have similar title names, no so doubt. it's it's whatever. Yeah. Um. But but I, so so because of the confusion with this other podcast, uh, that was, was an audio drama. They're like, hey, like sorry, blah blah blah. blah. Uh, but like to make it up, like let's actually have you do a voice and. Uh, so I did a voice for for this podcast that I will definitely have in the show notes because um, I, I I am awful and don't remember the name of the show that I, I was a guest on. But uh, yeah, that was fun. It was so, and I just did my voice, and it was like the first time I've done anything like quote unquote acting yeah. in in years. Like the last time, if you if you count 
my dopey five hour zombie video. Then uh, it was that. And before that, I was on Bedford Diaries as like a background extra who who got promoted to like a uh, a foreground extra or something like that. Well, what, so. you can't discount Steel Tip though. Don't don't you do some acting that's when true. you do that? That's true. I mean, well, that's I mean, that's I mean that guy's that character's retired. But yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. All you're that wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and and, and to a, a smaller degree, even doing like the the live versions of these shows yes. includes some acting. Yeah, uh, and I'll and I, like uh, going back to like our live shows in the festival, and, and I'll touch on I will touch on the Arc City stuff some more because I do have more questions. But yeah. uh, now that we're here, like after the the last January show that uh, that that you guys uh, did the sound for and whatnot, yeah, um, I like went into such a funk because of. You know, partially because of how I felt about my episode. I didn't even, like, I didn't edit it. Like, I I, I put a pre-intro on and a post. I don't even think I did an outro. I just put a pre-intro on and said, hey, guys, this is probably garbage. So Aww. here it is. I'm going to post it. But this is uh, whatever. I, I was really down on myself about that episode. But more importantly, like, I, I got into a funk about doing live shows again. Yeah. Like, to the point where I almost considered like saying i'm just not going to do them this year like i'm done like yeah, I, i'll yeah, take yeah. the year off from the festival and whatnot but not because of that not because of my performance but because one of the sponsors of of it like didn't do anything that they said they were going to do yeah. to help promote it and i just got like in a, in a deep funk but luckily like i uh learning about these different venues like what you know before that live show that you you did the sound for we I learned amalgam, like just like I learned how tattooed mom probably wasn't the best venue to invite you guys out to when you did, did the first festival right. that I held. Um, I learned that my show as a, as a late night talk show does not work in amalgam when right. I did my first show there. I don't um, know that, that I thought that was a lot of fun when you did your show there. It it was, Oh, it was a lot of fun, but it it's, uh, I felt like it didn't, but the and maybe it was just the way it was, I marketed it. And you mean it the audience, feel, like, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. But you know what? The, we did the one hundredth episode uh, at Amalgam, and yeah. and for that I did a format for for uh, actual play. Like I had Jeff run a game for me. Yes, uh, and that turned out so good. Yeah, uh, and that was a huge turnout. And I was like, okay, I think I'm learning this game and whatnot. And um. And and I and I was considering, you know, I was talking to Mike. I was like, I think maybe we just give up on the the late night gimmick and and we do something else for our live shows. And um, I and the only reason I'm doing the festival is because uh, both the Philadelphia Comic Con and the Wizard World Comic Con accepted our panels, and that that was they were just a fun way to do a different version of of this show live. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was like, all right, okay, I'm back in it. And, and I, I am going to go to tattooed mom and I am going to do the late night thing. I'm, I'm working on booking some pretty cool guests, hopefully. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I almost left the live game, sure. uh, the, the live show game, yeah. uh, which is weird because like, it's something that I, I've, I've like, uh, I think I've been a huge proponent of here in Philadelphia because outside of the festival, I feel like it doesn't happen very often. No. Yeah. Like it's, it's. It's um and and something that I saw another festival do um in, in Chicago they, they do a podcast festival they do a monthly showcase they partner with some like with a with a like an improv club or something and do monthly showcases where they just promote local um podcasts and kind of like say this is what we're gonna do at the festival come check it out 
Yeah. And I, I th- that's like, seems like a neat idea to try to like, kind of to, to steal and make our own here in Philly. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, so, so with arc city, I have to know like how, cause I did see a couple pages of like a sample script or maybe just like a, you know, actual scenes that, that were like kind of put together yeah. and it seemed like it's very similar to, uh, it's like a screenplay that you would have that you would write for a film or a TV show. Yeah. Is that how, and I know, Adam did most of the writing, but you obviously read it and I'm sure helped edit it and whatnot. Is that what it is? Is it just simply when you write a radio drama or an audio drama, is it simply just like a, any other type of screenplay you would read? Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. And I didn't know, cause I don't know how to do that. That's why I asked for his help because I, I was like, I would just write a, uh, an outline like I've done in high school and, you know, and then maybe, you know, make some scripts, you know, for this guy says this, this guy says that, but he's done it in a way where in his mind, okay, this is, this is what I imagine these guys saying, blah, blah, blah. This is how the story is going to go. And he actually puts in there. Okay. I, this is what I hear, you know, this radio static. And then, you know, then these guys are speaking over this kind of music. So he actually puts in notes and all too, kind of like, you know, stage left stage, right. So it makes it easy for me. So then I'm reading it and I can get his vision as I'm reading it. And as an actor too, you can kind of say, okay, you can get involved in it and see it's written the same way like you would for a film. And then, uh, and then I take it, I read it, and I go, "What the hell is that supposed to mean?" And then we, we're working on season two now, so we'll do a conference call, and I'll be like, "What do you? What is this?" And I'll have to kind of get in his brain because um, he just does this whole thing on his own. And like, okay, all right, now this is what I'm thinking. This is what I see. And then we go back and forth on that, and and hammer out the details to get to make sure we're both in line with the storyline of where we want it to go. And then, uh, and then we work on the, the, the hardest part is with the voice actors, of course, they're segmented. So we don't do a thing where we do a live read. That would be great yeah. to get everybody together. It's just too much work. And we probably yeah. could do it, but I just never even tried. But it um, would be hard. Yeah, yeah I basically sure. just give the lines, go, here's what it is, blah, blah, blah. And I give them that whole section so they can read what's going on. And I'll give them, if there's dialogue with someone else, I send them the whole thing so they can kind of read along in their head. Or even I have one guy actually had his wife sit in. He does a, the main voice of uh, of a big character in season two. As a matter of fact, the bonus episode's out, and he's it's the one that I was working on with that. It's between him and a girl voice. So he does his, and he had his wife, like, you know, on the recording, he sent me just in the background off mic, you know, reply to him. And then he did his thing on the mic. So that was cool, and that's a good way to do uh, it. Yeah, and that's then a I real take, good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then I take it, and I bring my two tracks together. I edit them separately, and then I put them together in my, you know, thing. And I, I, I put them, I do my pauses, and imagine like it's real voice. And I just kind of feel it and uh, it all fits together. Then if there's something that they did a little off, that's like, you know what? This doesn't sound right in the flow of the conversation. I'll bring it back to him and say, look, this is what I need. And, and Paul, we just did the bonus episode. He's a blast. Cause I'll tell him, Hey, I just need this one word done. Like um, definitely. So when he read it in this line, she's like, are you going to be on tonight? He reads it and, and he's like, definitely. Like, like real, like I'll be there, like serious. And like, dude, yeah. you're like in a conversation, like, no, definitely. I'm, I can't wait. I'll be there. But that's what I need more of that feel. So he gives me, he gives me and he's like, all right, here's, here's the redo. He's like, um, definitely. And he goes, in case you need more, I'll go do it now. And he's like, indubitably in, and he just like goes off on <laughs> those like 10 words. I mean, you're the best. It's just hilarious. <laughs> that's and that i gotta say as like uh f- doing like the acting part of it that i did earlier this year uh that was the hardest part is like i 
I'm reading lines with as a character that has that has a second character with them. Yeah. But I, I literally just have to like read and then speak and then read in my head and try to like mimic the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, it, and I try, like I did my best to, to make sure like I gave plenty of takes and like kind of just did, like read what his notes were, gave him his notes, did my own little inflictions and whatnot. And then, and, and gave him plenty of samples. And like, I, I want to say like, it was probably a total of like, three minutes is what the audio was with my, my dialogue. Yeah. And I probably gave him 10 to 15 minutes worth of <laughs> material. Uh, and I was like, Hey man, I just wanted to give you options. I wanted to make sure like I had plenty of different takes because yeah. I, you know, just from like a, and a, 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 not that I've directed many things, but from like a directing standpoint, um, from what I have directed, like, it's good just to, like, Hey, I know this is like a great take that we got, but let's just like get another one just in case. Yep. yep. Uh, and so like, I know that could be kind of important. So, with Arc City, Adam's the the writer. You're obviously like the editor uh, slash producer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, is, but but are you also like doing a, like a director's role? Because you, 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 I, you oh, said yeah. you gave notes back. So, uh, like, is that like the credit? Like, you're the you're credited as the director, uh, creator, producer, director. Yeah, um, Adam is the writer um, mm-hmm. and co-founder. You know, I guess he co-producer. Um, but yeah, I, I'm basically I, I basically do it all. Other than that, he writes it, and that's a that's a lot of work. I can't do anything without yeah. that. Um, yeah. But as far as production and what I want and how it comes out, he doesn't know. It's funny too because he loves it. He loves when I send him a, a here you go, dude. Check this out. Let me know what you think because he has no idea what I'm going to do with it. He has these mm-hmm. things he writes in, and I do something. And I even change lines, you know, like I'll be like, I don't like the way that sounds. And it's mm-hmm. especially for my character, if I'm reading it, I just change it up. I make it more natural or I might start singing in one part just because it feels <laughs> good. You know, just whatever. I just, it's kind of like me, you know, that, that character. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and then I give it back to him. He's like, oh, cool. That's so wild. So then he doesn't know until he gets it, what it's actually going to be. So it's kind of neat. And with, when, when you're doing something that's like such a, to me, like doing an audio drama just seems so like large scale. It is. Yeah. Uh, and the, yeah. So, so when you're doing this and in, in, in the world of also being a podcast, like how much, like if you're doing a, a 10 episode season, how much are you having in, in final production? It's ready to go before you start releasing. Oh God. <laughs> a lot more than I should. Um, <laughs> I do a lot of work on my laptop as well, so I can kind of take that on the go. So I'll do a lot of editing, like of people that give me lines, voice actors, and I'll edit their stuff out and I'll uh, clean it up and do some EQ stuff on that. So then they're ready to go. But then when I do my final edits, I need to be in my studio because I have some some uh, different um, pro effects that are they're loaded on my computer. You can't you like pay for them and you can't have them on more than one. Yeah computer so i have that on my my studio one and i have my studio speakers and my real good headphones so i have to hear it in there um so then that means i have to take the time to actually be sitting in here for hours down in my basement um it, which, which can be difficult uh but once i start on it man i'll get this just this feel of okay this is what i hear and then i'll just be slow matter of fact i did it i just started doing it on twitch um we have a steel empire oh, twitch page yeah. twitch.tv slash steel empire and um I just started playing around with that because I don't even know how to use that. So I got, you yeah. know, um, Steam Labs, you know, OBS thing. And I've been mm-hmm. playing with that. So I'm like, oh, let me do a test thing. And I figure fans of audio drama or Steel Empire might want to see how do I edit the audio drama. So I did actually with this bonus episode, I did like two sessions I put up on Twitch. 
where I'm editing, I'm like, okay, here's a picture of my, you know, Adobe Audition. Here's my lines. And it's funny because I watched it back. It was like an hour long thing. And I did like maybe two minutes of, of actual thing because I'll lay down the music. I'll play it because I, I have to play a lot of it to, to get in the mood and I'll play it yeah. and then I'll bring in the static. So I'll go get that and I'll put that in and I'll do a little, I'll play that back and then I'll, I'll throw in the first line of, of text, you know, uh, or like matter of fact, we have a DJ voice that comes in like a radio station. Like you're listening to and static and I'll go back, rewind, play that again, listen to it. And then I'll add the, the next line that comes up and I'm slowly piecing it together. And then I always have to go back and play it again to get the full continuity. So yeah. dude, let me tell you, just, you know how it is editing a normal show, just the time that it takes to do that. I mean, hours upon hours. It, I can't yeah, even I- give you a time. Yeah, I can't imagine it because like when I have to edit, normally like for me, I'm a I'm a light editor uh, simply because I, I come from the world of live streaming a podcast yeah. all, all so many years ago. Uh, so I'm a firm believer of like unless you specifically say don't like take that out or something, don't don't put that in. Mm-hmm. I usually don't edit anything out, and and I I just make sure everything's equal and everything sounds good to the ear and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, unless it's like every now and then I, I've done a show um, during the day I, I've recorded and I try to avoid it, it's, you know, because I, I want these interviews to sound good and I don't want it to take a lot of time to, to turn it around. Um, but like I've had people who are like, listen, I can't do anything. And that's why I try to offer like, here's my time frame, but also I can do something else if you really need me to. Right. Uh, and, and sometimes I got to do one like at 2 p.m. while I'm at work and I don't work in my own office anymore. So like I have to go out to my car, uh, be close enough to the building where I still get a Wi-Fi signal and do Zencaster over Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. which which works well. Um, but <clears throat> it tends to turn into where there's a lot of audio drift. Sure. And. And that is, um, as a, you know, that, that was an issue that I had prior to Zencaster using, I think it was a Skype call recorder, but it, it turned everything to a single track, uh, so that I couldn't fix the audio drafts. So while, while I, I don't like audio draft, at least with Zencaster, I can fix it. Uh, it just takes a lot of time because typically it's like, all right, I'm talking for five minutes or I'm talking for two minutes or whatever. And then you're talking for the, the, an amount of time. And every time the conversation switches hands, there's that's where the audio drift happens. And I have to I have to cut the audio and nudge everything over a little bit. And and that's where like I think I there was a I did a, a Justice League roundtable back mm-hmm. in November uh, with me and like four or five other people. Um, and because some of them were on Wi-Fi, because there were so many of us all in one Zencaster chat room, yeah. I had to nudge five people's audio around. And it took me, I think, a week uh-huh. uh, doing, I, I can't, I, I lost count of how many hours, but it was a week straight editing every single day. Uh, and, and that's just to, to like people talking about uh, like Justice League, not making acting, not making funny, right, right. just talking about Justice League, talking about a movie that wasn't that very good for an hour. Uh, and and uh, so I can only imagine like when I eventually get into this audio drama game, that's something that's like on my bucket list is I'm going to instantly regret it when I have to uh, sit there and start editing it to make it like a, a quality product it's actually i mean and i've believe me let me tell you the first few that i've that i did for the first five shows i wanted to get out i if i had here it would have already been ripped out but thank god i'm clean shaven uh (laughs) it it was tough because it was brand new for me taking this big project 
and now making it into quality because I could throw some shit together and make it like, ah, eh, it's okay. But I wanted this to be sellable. I wanted this to be something where people are going to be like, yo, I want to, I want to buy this show. I want to produce it, have it on my, mm-hmm. on my, uh, my thing, you know? So I, that's what I want it to be. So down the road, you know, we do a few years, a few uh, seasons, people are going to be like, wow, this has a big following now. I want, let me uh, pay for that. I want to produce that or, or have you on my team, you know, like, yeah, Penelope, yeah. you know, Penelope or one of those big uh, uh, production groups or mm-hmm. networks. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, do, now I've gotten a lot better. Um, so I'm faster. I have some some keyboard shortcuts, so I'm, I can slap it together pretty quick uh, over versus what I was doing in the beginning. So, and so. How long is is a typical episode? Are you doing short form, long oh, yeah. form? Big time. So season one, they're like, you know, eight minutes long, 10 minutes long, 15 minutes. I think not even. It's, it's like maybe 14 minutes is the longest one. So definitely okay. short. And I actually, I think one hour is season one. Uh, maybe. Okay. Um, so we actually have 10 episodes. And then it might not even be an hour, but I did a compilation one. So if you want to just download the one. Mm-hmm. file it's uh, all 10 episodes just merged into into one show so you can listen to them all bam it's it's insane how much work like i would say for me to edit my one hour podcast yeah it maybe takes a total of an hour and a half and that's because i'm listening i'm re-listening for an hour and then yeah. uh maybe taking a half hour to like make my minor adjustments that i typically need to make but i would imagine that each episode uh just from what i know of listening to audio dramas like that that eight minute episode has to take you multiple hours. Oh to, yeah, to just get right. Definitely, it's, it's insane. And it's more it's more the artistic uh, thing that you're doing while you're in the studio. You're playing with it, finding the right sounds. Even like I don't have it all pre programmed. You know, I say, yeah. okay, I need a static sound here, so I'll take hours just going through my sound library. Like oh, I need something good here, and then sometimes I have to go make my own sound. Like uh, I had to do a cup of tea thing and stirring, so I go up in my kitchen and get my spoons out and start rattling around in the drawer. You know, I need some sounds of the kitchen opening drawers and so i have to take my my zoom recorder up there and and just do some sound um so yeah i mean you're talking you know days weeks you know to work on one episode because it's not like you're doing it full time at least me uh so yeah so then you do that you get that recorded then okay now i got to go down and edit that clean it up and then you know put it on but once you get everything that's why it's nice that i can use my laptop for doing a lot of the cleanup and all that junk so then when it's time to actually put it together in a show format I have it already. That stuff's all cleaned yeah. up already. So when I go in the studio, okay, here's my file. I need to do this. Then I can just cut them, edit the set, the size of them, what I need, slap them in. Um, oh man, there's a razor cut tool in, um, in Adobe audition. Oh God, I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. I can't, when I found it, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. So basically I have like, if I'm doing a conversation between two people, I take their full thing. I just edit it. So it's like, they're just talking. It's just them. I slap that track in there. I slap the other track in there, the other guy. So now I just slide them. I grab them and move them. So I have him say his sentence. Then I cut. I just take the little razor. It cuts his whole track. And I slide that out of the way. And I bring the next person's track in there. It's like, you know, real long. It's three minutes long. I bring it over. I just take that one piece of their answer. And then I cut it with that little razor tool. Uh, and I slide that out of the way. Bring the next one up. So it's pretty quick. It's It's not too bad. Yeah. I, I got. I, I don't even remember using. Um, what's that? What's that free one? Uh, Audacity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to. I used to be a big believer in that, and I still am. Like, I mean, it's it's a great tool, especially if mm-hmm. you're just starting out in podcasting or, or anything. Yeah, there's kind of people editing. that do audio dramas. They're, they're in my Facebook groups, and they uh, they use Audacity only. Yeah. 
I, it's, and I, I remember being like pretty proficient at it, but I've, I've recently had to like use it. Like I had it on um, like maybe my work computer or something yeah. because I didn't have, it was free to download versus yeah. having to either bring my license copy, like a, my yeah. license over to the, the work computer or whatever. So, uh, but like being in, in, uh, in audition for so many years now, mm-hmm. which is, I love, I love it. I love audition. It's, 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 it's great. Um, and, and it's helped me learn like a uh, Adobe Premiere a little bit too, uh, yeah, which yeah, I, yeah. I, totally. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not a Premiere guy. Like I'm not that great at it yet yeah, yeah. because I, I don't do a lot of video, but, um, it definitely, you know, it, it, it the audition has helped train me in that, but yeah, yes. going back to audacity again, a great product, but like, um, I, I feel like a, a audition is. Uh, it just got, it has a lot of features that it, it makes you forget how to use Audacity yes, if you try to go back to totally. it. Totally. Yeah, anything you use. I've had that same issue. So I played around with Audacity in the beginning, and I I actually ended up using Reaper when we first started, mm-hmm. which is a killer if anybody wants to try them. Uh, you can use it for free forever, and you basically just – it'll thing will pop up. Hey, it's time to buy it, and you can just keep using trial, and it'll let you. Uh, it's a killer strong program, but like Audacity, you have to learn the tricks and the the learning how to use the um, the plugins and and learning the little short but shortcuts on the on the keyboard to get really good at it. But you, I think it's like sixty bucks though, just to buy it outright. It's a killer program that doesn't hurt your computer PC either, your your CPU. Um, but I actually bought Hindenburg, and that might be something for you to look into too. There's a trial for it. Hindenburg is made for your kind of thing with this, what we're doing right now. This um, for for it's a journalist program basically, yeah. and it's for like interviews, and it's it's real easy. It's kind of like cartoony looking, like it's it's really nice, and you can move things around and and mix just like Audition. But it's for some reason a lot of people love it because of the ease of editing. Uh, but I, 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 I just haven't. I played with it a little bit, but I'm scared because I'm so engrossed in audition that yeah. to take the time, you know, it's, well, it's tough. So you, I, somewhere, I don't know if it was on Twitter or in, in one of the Facebook groups, yeah. posted about it when they had like they had like an epic sale, like it was yes. like a dollar. That's when I bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, so I bought it. Like I have it, and and I've 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 installed it on not the computer I'm using now, but on a different computer. And yeah. I I I've just, I I've been weary of, of using it for the same reason. I'm just so happy with with my current setup. Yeah. That I haven't like taken the plunge, but I, I have, and I don't know if the version that that they sold for a dollar uh, is is the one that does it. But one of their versions lets you integrate with skype and yes. it basically does what zencaster is doing now totally uh, yeah and that's, that's a big interest for me because yes. like again like i mainly do remote podcasting so it's something that i definitely want to look into and dude uh, i just i just stood in on a, another D podcast and we use skype there was a guy from scotland uh a mm-hmm. guy from uh, norway there's a guy two people from england and a couple guys from across the country in america and there's like there's like six of us on this thing i'm like oh my god i didn't even know skype could do this so we we're all recording yeah. on our own computer and we send it in that's how you have good quality but to, to get yeah. on there we have all these people on camera without too much it wasn't lagging it was it worked i'm like wow this is amazing it's and and i think when you do it the way that you just described it's great because a you do get the the, you know the the best kind of quality that you can yeah i think you have to do that yeah and and that's i mean that's why and i don't know how um uh hindenburg does it but that's why i love zencaster and 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 things like that because it does it's doing that for us like it's recording it locally and then uploading it to dropbox or whatever but uh yeah it's 
because I used to, like I said in, in the beginning of the show, I used to do uh, use this thing called Skype recorder. And for the most part, it worked really, really well. Um, there was no audio drift. It would record. You would hear the, the bandwidth issues that you would hear. Like if you started to drop yes. out or you got a little yes. robot-y, you would hear it in the recording. So that was the only thing that made it sound not professional. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like it was great. It was an easy way to record Skype conversations seven years right. ago. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, it, it's I could never go back to something like that. And I, and I, I am not patient enough to say, all right, everybody, let's let's clap on three uh, and yep. then send your files in. Especially when you have like a guest who like to get them even on on something like ZenCaster or Skype to begin with is an issue because yeah. they're not maybe the most tech savvy person. Yeah, um, it's 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 hard to get them to like record the audio too. So I have a whole like I have my mixer set up for that. Like I have my mixer. Uh, with my my XLR microphones, and then I have XLR connections uh, for my computer, like a separate computer that runs Skype or Hangouts or something like that. So it, yeah, everything's recording to uh, my my the computer I'm using now, uh, just as a single audio track, kind of the way we do it at the live shows. Um, but I also have my Skype integrated, and and that, I, that's that's what I do for like the I, I've had a couple older gentlemen that like were in World War II. I, I had someone that was a that that was a a veteran from World War II on the show uh, years ago, and he wrote a book or something. And the person that booked it was like, "Yeah, he can't do anything. Like, it's got to be a phone call." I'm like, "Okay, I can make that work." Yeah. Uh, it's, it's and and I think I've gotten to the point where I found a way to use my iPhone uh, in the mixer to to do phone calls that way too. Um, and, yep. and, and it's, 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 it's amazing all the different like tr- tricks that, that podcasters have available to them. Yeah. 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 Technically, I mean, I'm amazed how long you've been doing it, you know, technology has definitely changed, you know, cause you've been at it forever. Well, <laughs> this, this July will be, uh, 11 years. Yeah, man. Uh, July, I think July 1st is, is what we officially said it was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I sat down with my, my original producer uh, last year to sit down and just talk about the 10 years we've been podcasting, what, you know, together separately. Yeah. Uh, and, and just how, like when we, the very first episode I sat down and recorded, uh, I was in Maine. My co-host was in Levittown and mm. my producer was in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, and, it might like you say that today and, and everyone's like, Oh, well that's simple. Like, you know, you could do that now on Zencaster. Yeah. You could do that now with several other things. But 10 years ago, I don't even know. I don't, I don't think Skype was a thing or if it was, it was, it's very, uh, yeah, it was definitely jump. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I, I want to say we used, um, I don't think it was called Google Hangouts yet, but mm. there was a, Google service that lets you do uh, voice chat. And Wasn't there a blog something where people got together on? I think it was. I just I remember it was being going, called blog something. Yeah, yeah, there was that too. Um, we in, in 2007 we used whatever Google's version of of voice chat was. I think it was just Google like Messenger or whatever okay. with yeah. voice chat and. So my producer had like six computer, like he needed a computer to play audio and commercial breaks because we we did that stuff live during the recording. Yeah, uh, he needed a computer for call ins. 
he needed a computer for my co-host, a computer for himself, and a computer for me. Uh, so you so a handful of computers, and then oh, and then a computer to record everything. Yeah. So like, I, like I, you guys, you can count how many computers I just mentioned there. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. And and it's it's you know ten to eleven years later you know we're we're now at the point where I can accomplish all of that I might have to pay money uh, but it's well worth it versus having seventeen computers in your studio um, to, I can do that with with ZenCaster you can do that technically with Google Hangouts and and you might get a little um, you know bandwidth issues but. Uh, if you want to get it done, you can get it done pretty, pretty simply and, and inexpensive these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is nuts being like kind of on that roller coaster of technology. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Cause I want to say like, even the guys who came before me, which <clears throat> I mean, is plenty, plenty of people came before me, but uh, you know, not, not that, I mean, the technology was the same because really podcasting was like a 2006 thing. Yeah. I, I think, I think uh, it beat me by a year. It was a thing a year before I was. So. Right. Right. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's nuts just watching and and I it's I used to be so like I need to have my mixer, I need to have my XLR mic, and I need yeah. to have it done this way. Literally up until about like I would say when I started this show, like and and the technology existed over two years ago uh, to do what I'm doing now. It's it's I just was so set in my ways. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, talking uh, about technology, I last year um, Pax came to Philly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You went, you went. I saw you there. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Jeff, we did. I hang out with Jeff a little bit, and uh, Jeff's awesome. I wish I had more time to play some games with him. He's just so yes. good. So, yeah. what a cool, calm, cool, collected uh, individual, you know. Yes. And he just runs his stuff so clean. Anyway, I I brought my Zoom recorder, and I'm yeah. so amazed at that thing. I walked around. I said, you know what? Let me do a little special thing for the Steel Empire for Magic and Steel. So I go, I went to the people in line going into to play D and D, and I started interviewing people just. Live, hey, I'm here from Steel Empire, blah, blah, blah. And I had a really, really good episode that, that I did last year that I just put in our Magic and Steel feed. And I went to some of the creators and I talked to some people that were making things and selling stuff. And it was a really good episode. And the, the, the Zoom recorder was amazing. Yeah, really I, it's something that I want badly. I, I want to get so that good. so bad. Yeah. And yo, dude, even even your iPhone. I, before I got the Zoom recorder, mm-hmm. I got the ATR twenty one hundred, which is like the well known, popular, easy to go mm-hmm. podcast mic, USB. It's got a headphone jack. It's really nice, and it's not too expensive. There's a, you can do a little uh, extension thing on your your lightning plug. You mm-hmm. come out to this USB um, adapter, and then you plug in that microphone, and you record right into your phone. And it does great. It's amazing. Yeah, that is I, I like usually uh, when I go to a con, uh, like when I went to PAX, I I, I wanted that I wanted to get a, a Zoom, but yeah. I, I of course waited the last minute. I was like, all right, well that's not gonna happen. And I, every time I, I I'm like, all right, well let's what's the best way to do this? And um and every time it's like they I find a oh he let's use that adapter, but it, and then I read reviews where oh it doesn't work anymore, it doesn't work anymore. So I no the to, one I have I mean if you really want to I could I could find the uh, things for you because the one I have the setup it works great. Yeah, it's that's something that I want to. I'm actually really interested in um, at Wizard World this year. Yeah, uh, I was there on Friday uh, all day, uh, you know, to to do my panel, but I, I also just hung out for the day. There's, um, I believe they're called Fireside uh, uh, 
podcast or fireside network or something like that but they they're like a podcasting uh slash entertainment website and they had like um, a booth or a table and i i still like I love it because I walked by and I was like, okay, this is how they're set up. And they're just like playing music and hanging out and having a good time. And was and, it and the guys on Jersey, the wildfire? No, it wasn't wildfire. It okay. was, it was, it was, uh, this there, I think in, I think they're a Phil, like they're in Philly and okay. they're not like, they don't do their thing. Like wildfire does. They're, they're more of like, they do comic book reviews and, and, okay, and okay. comic book chat with their, I think it's called fireside chats or something like that. Okay. Um, but like, I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I would love to get a table at Wizard World, but I know how much they are because my because yeah. Mike gets a table there as, for his books uh, and whatnot. And I'm like, there's no way that's like a feasible cost for a podcaster. Does he sell not- that many books that he it's, it works for him? Yeah. Uh, so this is his second year doing it, and last year he um, he said he he covered. Uh, yeah. From what I understand, this year. He at least if you if you just account for the three days that he was there and and whatnot, he I think made a, a profit, a tiny profit. Wow. So uh yeah, and, and uh he had a slow Thursday, a slow Friday, but his Saturday and Sunday he said was super killer. And he was there with his game this year too. He he um he kickstarted a game called Quantum Quest. Oh nice. Uh, the, it's like a, a dungeon crawl basically, uh in, in as a card game. And um he he's well that's gotta help yeah 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 it's he took a lot of inspiration from boss monster and then like it's it's tied into his book series so like it works real well he he sells it at his at his uh his book table he sells them in conjunction with one another and um yeah like it uh, the kickstarter went off without a hitch and 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 the game seems to be really popular at the cons and 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 he's uh, he was worried uh, on Friday of Wizard World about maybe like he said I, I don't even think I'm gonna go to I might not be able to go to Pax Unplugged again this year yeah. but I think he's definitely going he might Pax Unplugged works a little differently when it comes to that kind of stuff but he, he said he might consider doing like spending the money that he needs to at Pax Unplugged to like be like a featured player because yeah um, a he believes in it and and he should and and he just had a good turnout at Wizard World where he kind of believes in it. Even more. Yeah, now. well, I think yeah, Pax Unplugged should be the place to do that, right? For his game, for sure. I th- I think yeah. he has less opportunity for for the Telest brand. Well, but um, if the Telest is involved in his in his game, yeah. if it's you know cross promoted, almost you know he might get some selling. Yeah, and 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 I think it almost he does it the opposite. Like his Telest stuff is featured at, at Wizard World okay. with like a little section for Quantum Quest. I think he does it. I think it packs well, Unplugged. Well, because it's a comic it's a place. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So I think he does it the opposite at at, at, at Pax Unplugged. But yeah, it's he's been having a pretty great year as like as far as being a creative himself and whatnot. Fantastic. So, yeah, it's uh and 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 it's uh I I had it's inspired me to write. I, I mean, I, and I should say want to write. I haven't actually done it yet, but like I I finally like I'm like all right, man. Like I just need to finally pull the trigger and do something. And, and yeah you know, besides this podcasting and, and I might have to bite the bullet and say, I'm going to go bi-weekly with my podcast, which is uh, something I, I've really have not wanted to do. Yeah. But um, I, if I, I, if I don't, I, I, it's going to be like you, the reason, you know, it's, it's going to be too much on my plate and I'm going to, yeah. something's going to give and it's, and uh, you're just going to crash and burn. Yeah, yeah you can't, exactly. You have yeah. to open it up. Yeah. That's the coolest thing too. Cause I hate doing it with uh, magic and steel. Cause we got a nice little fan base and I love, and, and matter of fact, we even have some reviews we got, 
some new ones and uh they're like you know oh my god i, I binged and now i've been loving it and i i just realized i'm at the end then i have to wait and i feel <laughs> bad because i feel their pain I'm like yeah. yeah man doesn't that suck and then now you're like okay i gotta wait till they drop the next episode and i hate having to do that to them and so but at the same time but I want to make good quality. I want to edit that enough. So I actually, what I started doing, I have a Patreon page too. So I have the raw file, which I don't edit much out at all. And we banter for like an hour. We're, we're just talking about bullshit stuff. You know, we just, we haven't seen each other in a week. So we're like, all right, guys, what are you doing? You going to that Avengers movie? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and we're just chit chatting about whatever, you know, give me a donut, pass me over that. <laughs> da, da, da. And, and we're just banging the mics and acting stupid and talking about whatever. Oh my God, this guy at work, you know, and it just, bullshit stuff and then we do our show so for the show that i put out in a regular feed i edit that real clean then the raw one for patreon supporters i throw that up you know because some people like to hear the the back behind the scenes yeah and i think that's i i listened to your your episode uh your newest episode either uh, i think it was this morning i listened to it and um it i I, that's what you mentioned that about the you dropping the hour-long version of the show yeah yeah, yeah. and that's such like a that's such a smart play and and it makes sense and that's like the kind of stuff that hooks like that you like your your strong fans like i would imagine like w- yeah. would love that because like that's i i almost prefer that like i would say kev of two years ago prefers the banter over the actual play i've, yeah. I've turned into to enjoying both now um yeah. but yeah yeah the, the banter is like uh i think definitely a selling point for for like your hardcore fans yeah, yeah, because I, th- me personally too, I enjoy that when it's something I really like. I like hearing the behind the scenes stuff, getting to know the people. But at the same time, if if it's just a show, I want to hear the show and be entertained. Then I need that short, clean uh, edit. And, and, so and I, I love that Arc City is is short form because I've yeah. um, I've listened to, or I, in fact, I haven't listened to. I have in my feed to eventually listen to a couple audio dramas that are anywhere from like thirty to to maybe even an hour long. And yep. I'm like, I don't know if I can commit to that. Like, I, I yeah. listen to a lot of podcasts, and they're all generally forty five minutes to an hour long. And I and yeah. I, yeah. and that's. I'm fine with that. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like the audio dramas, like the success there is like that, that five to maybe 15 minute window that you, that arc city falls in. Um, yeah. it seems like just such like, um, even though it's, it's the same entertainment that I get out of say like Ma- uh, quest for magic and steel party of one and, and uh, heart points pod and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's, 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 I guess because it's scripted and there's a, a, bigger story to follow in these yes. audio dramas it just uh you know when i'm listening to my car i can get easily distracted so like while i'm listening yeah. to to magic a quest for magic and steel for you know the 30 to 60 minutes that you might have i there's definitely like at least 10 minutes or like 10 percent of that podcast that i probably spaced out at because i was staring at a stop sign sure. for whatever reason you know yeah, um, yeah. And, and that's it happens on every podcast i listen to whether it be yeah you know, my own, whether it be an actual play, which is more story, you know, involved or whether it be like another comedy podcast. Like I just, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, I drift off because I have ADD or whatever. Uh, (laughs) But that's what's like, like I've listened to, to a handful of audio dramas that are, that are like five minutes long and like it's in, it's out. I don't, I I pay attention for the whole time. It's perfect. Nice. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this up. It's, uh, it's getting a little late, at least for, for me. 
Uh, yeah, and um, let's talk uh, the podcast fest. Uh, I know you're 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 sponsoring it slash running things slash participating. You're you're a Renaissance yeah. man here. So, <laughs> let's, so, so talk about uh, what you're doing for the festival, when your show is, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so it's cool because we're doing two weekends this year. Um, so uh, the first last two weekends in June, um, starting Saturday, uh, or excuse me, Friday, June twenty twenty second. And we start, there's, a, I think they have uh, something going on at a comedy theater. And then uh, Saturday is like the big show. We start at Tattooed Mom and Amalgam. Um, our show goes on at one o'clock on Saturday at Tattooed Moms on South Street. And then there's shows all the way until like eight o'clock at night. And then Amalgam Comics got the same thing going on from 12 to five. And I just didn't, I'm looking at the schedule now. Super, uh, superhero Speak is there at Amalgam Comics. They're at two o'clock. So that's cool. And then you got the Philly Improv Theater it has a lot of big shows. Black Tribble is actually going to be at that spot. Um, that's a real nice location with another uh, show that's like a uh, little national feel. They're they're from out of town. They're a real big show. We mm. got this. So well, there'll be you have to pay for those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hal's a good dude. I I, I talked to him last. Oh, yeah. Year. Um, yeah, I interviewed him last year. We're going to be talking again, uh, this year for the festival. He's actually originally from Lake Monco. Um, that's yes. why, he, that's why he comes out and does it. Yes. Yeah. And he's a real nice down to earth dude. Yeah. yeah. And then of course, uh, Sunday. So I'm basically still empire is going to be bringing our gear and we record, uh, and do the live sound Saturday and Sunday at tattooed moms, both weekends. And then, so the following weekend, um, June uh, 30th into, uh, the 1st of July will be at Tattooed Mom Saturday and Sunday as well recording. And a matter of fact, you're opening up on Sunday, July 1st. Yes. Yeah, everything is awesome, followed by uh, Full Belly Laughs. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I think every year that I've been part of the festival, it's we've been the combo. It's been it's been everything is awesome, yeah. followed by Full Belly Laughs. Um, but yeah, this year, like I, I know it starts on the 22nd, but it feel like to me, like the Phil- the Philadelphia Podcast Festival really, 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 really kicks off. Uh, you know, with at 1 p.m. with with a, a quest for magic and steel at Tattooed Mom. Uh, I think there's also a show on at one at Amalgam as well. But like that, like you're opening for the Tattooed Mom uh, venue, yep. and 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 I love that this year. Like my schedule makes it so that the only day I could come down to the festival was July 1st. Like I was supposed to run two days uh, at Tattooed Mom, like I did last year. Uh, yeah. but by the time I talked to, to the festival people and by the time they asked me to confirm my dates, I like a lot of things happened. I was like, Oh my God, I have like a wedding that's out of town now. And, yeah. um, I, my, I, I told you I couldn't do the 30th cause my brother uh, in law's birthday is that day and, and we're going out. But, uh, so the first, the first is the only day I can do. Uh, so it's, it, it, it's a shame cause I wanted to be able to check more things out, but, um, I usually try to get two days out of the festival, but yeah, I, I really like, uh, I like the, the, this year I'm, I'm, I'm kicking off the last day of the festival. Cause I think July 1st, all the shows are just at tattooed mom, uh, save for maybe one random show at, uh, yeah, Uncle yeah. Bobby's or yeah, something. There's one random at another spot. Yeah. Uncle Bobby's. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, so I'm excited for the festival this year. It's, it's going to be great. Like it is every year. It's a little, yeah. um, it seems like they have uh, fewer shows this year than last year, but I think that's the smart play. I felt like last year was a little busy. Um, and, and wow, yeah, this looks pretty busy. I don't know. But you know, believe it or not, I think there's 10 to 15 fewer shows this year than there was last wow, year. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I'm always in awe of how they put it together because I don't, 
I don't understand like the fair way to do it uh, quite yet. And, and I don't know yeah. that there is. I don't know that they're quite it. Cause like uh, someone's always taking away from somebody else at, at, at the sure. festival. So, uh, but Hey, you know what? That, the great thing is if you're in the Philly area, uh, there's something going on those two weekends uh, that you're yeah. going to be into, whether it's the geeky stuff that's going to be traditionally at Amalgam. There's some geeky stuff at Tattooed Moms this year, just because of the way the schedule worked out. Yeah. And the availability that Malcolm had, uh, I believe. And then there's, you know, your comedy stuff and there's, uh, your, your, uh, you know, everything is awesome. That's just kind of somehow skates by for the third year in a row. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, nerds everywhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so what's the future and uh, are you working on arc city season two? Uh, yes. And so, you know, promote that, get your stuff out for that as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I've really um, brought everything home with as far as promotion. I have everything linked up at steelempire.com. So S-T-E-E-L-E, don't forget the last E for entertainment. Uh, so steelempire.com, you can find links to Magic and Steel, to Arc City. Um, I've also uh, joined with a few people from Thread Raiders. Uh, you'll find us on Twitter a lot. Thread Raiders, hashtag Thread Raiders. And we started a podcast with a couple of those guys, uh, actually one gal, uh, CA, Chaotic Anarchy. And uh, we do a podcast uh, interview show with some nerds. And basically, it's, it's, we do interviews occasionally. And we just get on, do some news. We do some games that we've been playing and chit chat. Uh, and then we'll do a, a what's in the box thing, like a D&D style. Oh, like you, know, you find a magic item in a box. What is it? And every week we do something different. Cool sound effects we edit in as we produce the show. And then uh, we bring in, we interview people, just creators. And that'd be something we might bring you in for too. Perfect. Just any creators can, anybody can become a Thread Raider. And basically just, just they're at Thread Raiders um, is the, the Twitter handle for that. And I have a link on my page as well for that too. But it's a really cool community. It started with just D&D role-playing people. Mm-hmm. And then it became now like anybody. And we have a, a, a DM thing we do. We have a Discord channel. And we just chat. And just every day you just you go in there and be like, hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Oh, good. I had a lousy day. Oh, man. And it's support. And it's not like we're doing something every day. But just going on. And there's people from all over the world that are on there. So it's kind of neat. That's really fun. Yeah. I, I remember seeing yeah. uh, something about it, like, you know, I guess early on in its days. And I was like, yeah, I, I was so I, I never really looked into it. I was like, I don't I feel like I'm out of it. Like, I, I'm not I'm not a D&D guy. I don't know. But it's nice that you guys yeah. opened it up to to be it's any any creators basically um yeah and so basically anybody do people doing twitch mm-hmm. doing games doing playing video games online there's artists that are involved that do uh, commission artwork and stuff and it's just neat and anybody can really do it um it's just you know most of the people doing it are, are creators yeah, doing yeah. something in the world yeah all right, Dave. Well, thanks for doing the show. Uh, it was a pleasure. Dude, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Yeah. I see the email. And I'm like, oh, my man. Yeah, it's always yeah. cool to, to it's, see you. I really, like I said, I said in the beginning of the show, uh, you know, and I'm sure I could name more people, uh, but, it, you know, me, you, uh, Brian Durkin and Jeff Stormer, I know we're like four of the guys who kind of started around the same time we were, we, we, yeah. we've been in the podcast festival for, you know, the same amount of time. And we're part of that, that, that class that like 20 and 2016 class of podcasts yeah. uh, in the Philadelphia area that's, that are still around, that are still doing their thing. Um, I, I'm sure there's a couple others that, that uh, I'm missing, but you know, you're the, you're uh, the three that I talk to the most uh, from that hmm. class. And, and I, I'm just, I'm excited that, that, you know, uh, 
the Philadelphia podcasting scene opened up my eyes to what the podcasting scene actually is. And, and, you know, before that I felt like it was a cynical, cynical world. And, and, um, because of the Philadelphia podcast society, I realized that it wasn't. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I wish that we did more than we, than we do. And I'm hoping once I, uh, have more time available that I can talk with, you know, Nate and, and Tegan and try to help make some more things happen because it's, it's um it's just such a good community here in philly i I, yeah i say it's the best i don't think there's a better podcasting community in in the in the states or in the world uh i think philadelphia Mm. has a big one it's strong and i haven't really seen anyone that's like out of line yet so yeah uh, Yeah. it stays true this year too and i i really i just before you finish the mid-atlantic podcast convention i I talked to you about that before it's a conference i'd love to see you come i'd love to see any philadelphia podcasters i don't know any of these guys that would that come to that i've met a few other ones Mm -hmm. podcasters there but it's really awesome man i can't believe i've been going this will be my third year there too i you know when i started podcasting i jumped in and started finding things to to you know network and get in there it's just a blast dude there's learning stuff and mainly though it's just meeting these cool podcasters from the area and and internationally and there's a lot of good people a lot of great connections you know i've been interviewed on some big shows that i never would have been on before you know so i'm looking it's something you might want to i'm looking at it's it's september 7th to 8th this year for anyone that's interested in it yes um and it's only two days i don't know why i thought it was three a three-day thing no, yeah, two days full packed. Yeah, it's uh, and it's yeah. you know what it it is. It's something that's not super expensive either. Um, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it, the bigger ones are they get more and more costly. This is still small enough where you can actually go and meet everybody and talk, and you hang out and have lunch together. You have a drink together. When it ends at, at night, everybody goes to the bar, and it's great networking. It's amazing. I, I may I may look into doing it this year. That I'm uh and I, I hope you this, do. Uh, I'm trying not to keep this going on too much longer, but I'm on, I, I started Weight yeah. Watchers this year because I, 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 I've been awesome. having a hard, hard time like losing weight. Like I usually do. I usually, I hear usually that. I can lose weight pretty easily, but I guess like at 33, uh, going on 34, dude, you go yeah, over the hill. It's, yep. it's just not as easy. So, uh, it's harder I'm, uh, and harder, yeah. on, you know, in a couple of days, I'll be my, like, uh, let's see, in two days will be one week. So I get, I weigh in for my first week to see how much I lost or, or yeah. didn't lose or whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's, uh, uh, and what inspired me to be honest is like, I originally was like, I'm not going to pay for weight loss. Uh, and, yeah. and, uh, Jen, my fiance was like, well, you know, eventually like when you hit a goal and you're there for a couple of weeks, like you stop paying and you can still use all the services, but you just don't pay anymore when you become a lifetime member. I'm like, wait, eventually oh, awesome. this is free it's like okay like i'll do what it huh. needs i'll do what it takes to to get to to be thin and not have to pay anymore yeah uh yeah so yeah. so uh that might be like if i hit some goals that i want to hit by the end of the summer i that might be like my present to myself is is uh treating myself to the networking conference uh, at, at map uh are you are you that going to the podcast movement i yeah. am i actually and before i heard all the negative stuff about <laughs> it locally uh, I actually I, I know some people from the the, the local uh, yeah. MapCon that are that are going to it. They're big podcasters, so I'm like, all right, well, I, I signed up for it right away. And then I started hearing some crap. Some people were going through, like, matter of fact, yeah. Twisted Philly, Dina. Uh, she had a big thing. She had an argument with one of the creators. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, that and, sucks. Like they're dissing Philly. Like they're not even really taking care of. You know, they, they got like NPR and the, the people from from the you know 
University of Pennsylvania or something or radio stations that are really big. But you got you so much local mm-hmm. people like and they ended up bringing on a couple people. But there's so many people like you're just dissing. Oh, yeah, I, I um I that one because that one's like it's not it's not cheap. It's yeah. like three something for yeah, a basic. It's not one. cheap. Yeah. And, and I, I I had a lot of contention with that one. And, and then when I, I was yeah. on the fence and I think me and uh, me and Durkin are, are like are doing something um, where like he's getting a virtual ticket and I'm paying him for it. So I'll have like the virtual stuff. But yeah. um, the uh, I, I don't after hearing uh, Twisted Philly and what they had to say about it, like reading that whole thread that she went on in the back and forth with yeah. several people, I was like. I am kind of glad that I'm not going, but, but I think I might make MapCon happen. Yeah. I, that, that might be my reward to myself. And that is definitely good. I'm telling you, Joe yeah. Pardo, the creator of that is good people, man. And, uh, it's just, everybody I've met there have been amazing, cool people. It's yeah, really neat. I, uh, yeah. that, will, that will be my reward. That and a, a, a zoom recorder. So I can do remote, uh, recording. You know, they're they're yeah, my man. rewards to myself. Absolutely. All right. Uh, again, Dave, it's yeah. always a pleasure talking to you, uh, whether it's on the show or not. And uh, I'm glad that at least yes. twice a year we, t- we tend to, to get together. So, uh, yeah. So thanks yes. for being on the show and uh, good luck at the festival. Always a pleasure, man. See you there. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Mr. David Steele for coming on the show and chatting and, and basically inspiring me. He has inspired me uh, to do a uh, audio drama of my own I'm, I'm starting to work on it i have an outline for it and, and uh, the next step is to write it and then and go from there uh so thanks to dave for kind of inspiring me to do that thanks for dave for being on the show thanks to dave and steel umpire for helping run things at the podcast festival uh make sure you check out arc city magic and steel all that information all the links for that can be found at steelempire.com uh, he'll be at the podcast festival all weekend, both weekends, helping run sound and stuff as part of the Steel Empire. But his show, A Magic, A Quest for Magic and Steel, will be at the podcast festival on June 23rd at Tattooed Moms at 1 p.m. Again, if you guys can support the show, support us at patreon.com slash that entertains. Leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And, of course, word of mouth recommendations. Hey, guys, thank you so, so much for listening to this whole show. If you're still listening now, uh, I love you for it. Uh, I know that uh, these episodes can be long. I know I'm long-winded and whatnot, and, um, but it means a lot to me that you guys took the time out of your day to listen to Everything is Awesome. You took time out of your day to sit down and listen to me and Dave just kind of chit-chat and, and shoot the shit and whatnot. So I really appreciate you doing that. Um, and uh, it, it's, it, it, I, I feel blessed just having an audience at all. So um, if you're in the Philadelphia area come July 1st, please, please, please come out. Uh, I hope to have announcements for our guests soon, but we're going to be at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, the sixth annual one, at Tattooed Moms on July 1st at 1 p.m. We are kicking off the very last day of the Podcast Festival, and i got to say, July 1st is a pretty strong schedule. You have, you have Everything is Awesome, you have Full Belly Laughs, you have Nerds with Words, and plenty of other shows to get entertained by at Tattoo Moms. Hey, you know what? You've been awesome. I've been awesome. We're all awesome. We've been awesome right here on awesomepodcast.com. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.